Before our episode begins, don't forget to check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash 20sides, where you can get exclusive access to our Patreon-only campaigns, The Other Side and Veil of Shadows, and much, much more. We are also thrilled to announce our partnership with Claymore Miniatures. They are ready to print miniatures inspired by the best fantasy art you will ever find. Check them out on My Mini Factory today. Now, hit that intro music. On the last episode of 20 Sides, Leo, Yarost, and Seven met Riston while attempting to enter Crowreach Tower and gained an ally. The trio began investigating the cells on the bottom floor, meeting Amtrak, and being reunited with Jasper. Yarost and Leo pried open a secret door deep in the dungeons underneath Crowreach Tower. The episode ended with our adventurers investigating and battling through the hidden pathways below. And that's where we begin. Welcome to 20 Sides, a fast-paced, story-driven, actual-play Dungeons & Dragons podcast. I'm your DM, Matt. I'm Bobby, playing Yaros, the Dwarven Barbarian. Hey, I'm Jess, and I play Leona, the Moon Alpha Wizard. Hi, I'm Philip, and I play Seven, the Warforged Cleric. Hi, I'm Tyler, and I play the Half-Elven Rogue, Ordella. Join our campaign as we unravel the mysteries of an ancient necrotic evil, right now on 20 Sides. You make your way down these steps. As you get down, the atmosphere of the room feels different than above. It's a lot more humid in this room. You hear a few drips. Once you get down, you still have the light on your mace where you can see 30 feet out in front of you. It's a much bigger room. It looks like at this point, you're underneath what they made into rooms for Crowreach Tower. It's, it's more of an oblong room than a circular room and it looks like it's about double the size of what the tower would be. In the very back of the room, from this distance, you're probably 60 feet away and it's really tough to see because your light only goes out 30 feet. But Yaros, you can see it way better than than Seven can because of your dark vision. You see a, a black ball, an orb, a chunk of energy that is just floating close to the back of the room. And whatever, Yaros, you're feeling right now definitely feels connected to this ball. The room, while it's not completely covered in water, there there are puddles of water everywhere. There are bones everywhere within the room. Very similar to what you guys saw in the Alderwood Monastery when you first saw Halvar and there were bones everywhere. It's not as many bones here, but there are tons of bones. So I pause, okay, because obviously I can only see so much that I'm obviously recognizing. Now I seven, uh, you know, being made of metal and wood and things like that, like the atmosphere doesn't make sense to me. I don't feel the humidity really, like none of that really makes sense. But I'm obviously seeing, like this is a different space and these bones everywhere. Mm-hmm. So I kind of like turn back to Yarost and hey, hey um, what what, what 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 do you think? What do you think? Yes, there's some, something across the room. Um, this is this feels different. Uh, what do you think, little girl? Uh, what is what is your special powers? You you are attuned to this magic. 
she can see that far away too, right? Can yeah. Okay. yeah she's so she can kind of see that ball of dark energy. Does does is that something you know of? Perhaps this is the the sensor of Thormir or the, the drop of Thormir. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, it, I'm not super familiar with every ball of magic. Make an Arcana check, Leo. As a wizard, roll a d20. Eight total. Unfortunately, you're not quite familiar with whatever that is from this distance. Maybe if you get closer, you'd be able to discern what's going on. But what Yaro said, putting two and two together, what the letter said about, you know, a drop of the essence from the sensor of Thormir, maybe this has something to do with that. Not 100% sure, but that makes sense. How much room is there if we were to like spread out to stay? Like how far apart could we all be? So the room the room is about 50 feet wide and about 60 feet deep. Is there any like concentration or like are there places where there's more bones or is it just kind of just randomly throughout spread? The bones are definitely randomly spread. Oh. The waters, um, the smaller puddles of water, there are some bigger puddles that are more concentrated toward the middle of the room than there are toward the outside sides of the room can um, you can you feel if this is like a disease like that's taking over is it a poison that's taking over is it is it asking me yeah like the, is that something that you can feel so i mean i've been taking what psychic damage so, i mean it's more of just a no it's not psychic it's uh you can't quite tell oh, okay you you okay. you would know i'll say this you would know being a dwarf that it's definitely not poison, poison damage right. mm. It doesn't feel like a disease necessarily hmm. from what you from what you've seen or from what you've been told about the old man that died and what you've seen from the the bear that you guys fought and what you saw of Halvar it doesn't necessarily look like a disease. Yeah, I'm not sure what what this is what it is, but uh, this does feel uh, stronger as we get closer. Uh, I do not think we we should uh, stay close though. Ball of energy, if it attacks one of us, we don't want it to get all of us. So I say we spread out as we uh, get closer. Yeah, I, I'm going to I'm gonna take my, my, last po- my, my last healing potion because I just, I took a couple hits back there, guys. So um, that, that's what would be wise. Yeah. We don't know this. So I pull out my. Okay. Uh, even though I don't drink or eat or sleep. Oh, that's much, true. So. You can't take healing potions. Can I not? I was going to say, can I not? <laughs> what? I was like, oh, no. Like, that's not good. <laughs> I will approach on on this far wall. I'll go to the middle. <laughs> That's a good place. Uh, I guess I'm know, just gonna just stay back. in the back. Yep. So okay. it's not disease, even though like that's what like the bear looked diseased. Yeah, it and feels they, like, like. I mean, and if the old man did, that seems diseased. Yeah. So that that's kind of what I was asking. I didn't know if that was from from what from what y'all felt when you've failed these Constitution saving throws. It feels like some sort of magical effect. Okay. At the ready. Okay. And I'm, I'm like looking over. I'm like, how, how, fa- how fast do you want me to? Do you, do you Just a slow walk. Okay. A slow oh, oh, walk, okay. please. Okay. Anything y'all want to do, any spells you want to cast, anything you want to do specifically before y'all start heading in? Y'all have any cantrips that help you um, that you can cast before a fight? So I, I look at, I, I look at Yarost and I'm kind of like nodding like, yeah, you got this. And then I, lean over and I touch Leona and I cast guidance on her. Oh God, I stop just, touching me, please. <laughs> I, just, I, I, feel like you might, I feel like you might need some help, so. So I'm I'm gonna cast uh, or one of my cantrips Mage Hand okay, and see if I can touch 
Touch. Oh, oh boy, here we go. The ball? <laughs> the yes. ball. You want to touch the You're ball. You're touching the ball. Okay. Just um, one. I just want to touch one what's, ball. What, <laughs> you got to make a boop sound when you do. <laughs> what's the uh, range on Mage Hand? Uh, 30 feet. So y'all are about, so from the end of the steps, it's about 60, or it's about 55 feet back. It's at the very back of the room. Okay, I guess I can move uh, 30 feet away. So we're all just going like, to like slowly. We're all going to make your way into the room. Slowly move mm-hmm. forward. Okay. Into, okay. All right, so as we enter the room, um, I think Seven's going, trying to stay more towards the middle. I'm going to hug one of the walls. Um, and then how far back are you staying, Leona? Um, I want to get at least 30. 30 so feet away from So I can my mage hand and okay. see if I could touch it or something. With okay. That. So are you going to move in front of... Him though, so you have to stay at least thirty I, feet. Well, yeah, I was gonna say I I think that if she's moving, seven's probably going stay to stay in front of her. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. So Yaros is hugging one of the walls. Seven is walking directly directly down the middle. Down the middle. Like he measured each side and was I like, did, yep. you know, this he, is yeah, he pulled out the yeah. yeah, yeah, the tape measure, the twenty five foot tape measure. <laughs> and then Leo is it's hugging. It's kind of awkward after like the twelve foot. You're like, trying yeah, to get no, no, yeah, yeah. yeah. I had to step on it and, and then try to slide it. Yeah. <laughs> and then Leo is hugging the other wall. You guys begin walking into the room. The pull on Leo and Seven. It's not enough. You're able to block it out. Yarost, it's a little stronger for you. It's making you get a little more dizzy, a little more off balance than than previous. Not enough to really shake you at this point, but you feel the closer you get to this ball of energy or whatever this is, you can tell it's directly connected to that. As you guys get five and then 10 feet into the room, you start to see the puddles. Instead of dripping down, they begin to drip up. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. That's different. The water is almost a black sludgy water. And the drips start to drip more and more and more and more until the drips start to swirl together. And in the middle of the room, is almost a humanoid creature that at this point is made out of water. I need everybody to roll for initiative. Here we go. Oh, gosh. Oh, boy. That is going to be, that is going to be a six. <laughs> I see your six. <laughs> I also have one. Um, I'm 16 to 19 total. Ooh. I rolled a natural two. Wow. <laughs> So in the game. all of you will go first. Leo, you're going first as this materialized water sludge monster is now standing in front of you. What are you doing? Have we have we seen anything like this before? Like is this or is this something that is like completely out of the realm of what we've known? Roll a history check. I'll give you a history check. Can be high. Um. My history is a negative one, so 19. 19. Mm-hmm. I rolled a, tw- I rolled a seven. Seven. Uh, I rolled a 20 plus five. Jeez. <laughs> I know all about these. We, You've these. studied. You actually have seven I'm books at home. I'm a historian of black orb creatures. <laughs> so 
Leo. I stole all the books from Words of Wisdom. (laughs) (laughs) The best you could make out is this is some type of elemental, some type of water elemental, but it doesn't look like a typical clear water elemental. There's definitely something at play going on with this with this orb. Okay, so sorry, did the orb turn into this or the No. So is the orb still back there? The orb is still in the back, kind of pulsating. Right. The the creature materialized from from all these puddles that began dripping upward. So Leo, you are up. Okay, so I'm going to use a chromatic orb. Okay. And um, I'm gonna cast it as a cold um, ice orb. Mm. See if nice. I can freeze. Somebody's been looking at the DM's notes. <laughs> no, I didn't. I'm just kidding. I don't even know what's going on half the time. <laughs> like, a three. A three. So <laughs> this orb of ice shoots forward. It's ma- It manages to just come out of form. It splashes on the ground. Your orb flies by and it... <laughs> materializes back up. Would you like to move at all? Would you like to do anything else? You have a bonus action. Um. So right now you're about 25 feet away from this thing all the way against the wall. I'm just going to back into the wall. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. I'll, just, I'll just stay where I'm at. All right. Try to decide if my character would think to attack the, the orb or not. Give yourself a roll. Five or six will go after the orb. All right. So I'm going to first off go into go into rage, okay. and that's my bonus action. And then I will uh, run towards the elemental in the middle of the room, attack recklessly with great weapon master. All right, twelve. Twelve. So you swing forward, your maul goes through it. It splashes, but just comes back together. When you do that, you know you can do damage to this thing but you know you just didn't roll high enough right. to hit it. Anything else you want to do? No, that'll be it. All right. Seven. So, obviously not knowing much about this thing, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to Sacred Flame. Okay. Um, and see, because if it's water, what what does that mean? Because I, I see him swinging it go through, but I don't know if that means he can't hit it or right. still trying to figure that out. So, okay. um, Sacred Flame. A five from me fails. So give me damage. Four damage. You shoot forward this radiant light. It hits it, sizzles, steams. The creature just kind of recoils a little bit. You can tell you did some damage to it. I need seven and Yaros to make a strength saving throw. Would a 22 be a good? That that would succeed. Okay. 15. 15. So both of you succeed on this as this creature, both of its arms kind of extend out even further and it wraps into both of you, but you're able to push past and it breaks. The water crashes to the ground and then it absorbs it back as it stands there readying again. Leo, back up to you. But before you go, I need everybody to roll perception check. 17. Eight. Seven. Seven. You were the only one that notices this, but you start to see a few of the bones rattling a little bit. 
Leo. Okay, so I'm going to cast um, Flaming Spear. Mm. I guess I'll use my bonus action to move it towards. Okay. Ooh, 12 on the saving throw. Six total. So very similar to when Seven hit it with his Sacred Flame. Your flaming sphere rushes forward, slams into it as it recoils back. A little bit of vapor goes away from it. Yarost. All right, so we'll do all the reckless attack with uh, Great Weapon Master. 16. That hits. All right, so as I'm raging, I get a another D6 of uh, radiant damage mm. for my first attack each turn. Mm. This will do... A total of so 24 damage. Nice. All right, as you rear back, this time you connect directly to it and you feel it. You feel your maul smack into it this time as it and then crashes back. You've definitely felt the damage this time. Seven. So I'm going to cast Searing Smite mm. as a bonus action. Okay. Right? So I'm going to attack with my mace. I'm going to cast Searing Smite. Okay. And in Searing Smite, he'll have to roll a DC, Mm -hmm. right? And then the next time when I hit him, same thing. Yeah. Okay. First with my mace. 11. 11 misses. Okay. That's okay. Yes. You're good. Yes. Cast Searing Smite. Mm -hmm. Readying that. Missed with the mace. It is now going to slam into both Yarost and... Seven. First on on seven is a twenty-two to hit, mm-hmm. and then on Yarost is a twenty-six to hit. Yeah, that'll hit. That'll hit. <laughs> All right. Almost hit me twice. <laughs> seven. You're going to take twelve damage, and Yarost, you're going to take fifteen damage. What kind of damage is this? This would be bludgeoning damage. Oh, Half that as you're raging. <laughs> so with both of its hands pulled up, it slams down on onto both of you like a crashing wave almost, just slams into your back as the sludgy black water hits you. Leo, it is your go again, but before you go, I need everybody to roll another perception check for me. Eight. Ten. Nine. Eight, ten, and nine. So, none of you, none of you notice. <laughs> we just don't notice. We just, it. yeah, yeah us. As he digs for more monsters. Oh, right. <laughs> so as we're, so obviously I've like we just got hit and I'm kind of stunned. I look over to Yarost and I say, "The bones," but I don't really know what that means just yet because it happened last time, but. Leo, it is your go. Oh, wait, 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 wait. We're going we're gonna to retcon this a little bit because at the end of its turn, it's supposed to make a saving throw for the Flaming Sphere. Right. So let me make that saving throw. And he fails again. So go ahead and roll your damage for the Sphere. Eight. Eight more damage. All right. Now, what would you like to do with your turn, so I'm going to um, create my, take my mage hand. Okay. And see if I can scoop him 
up up to 10 pounds of him and move him somewhere and pour, pour him out. <laughs> I'll, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, okay. What, 10 pounds? I mean, that's, that's a couple. I mean, that's, that's a leg. Like, it's like, that's a, like a leg. Two gallons. You know? of, yeah. Like, yeah, easily. That's right. Five um, pounds. Make. Or, <laughs> I, don't, make, I don't know. Make a... I guess a strength check with your, or no, no, you know what? Just make a, roll, roll a d20 and add your intelligence modifier, your spellcasting modifier. 17 plus three. So tw- 20. Yeah. Okay. So this mage hand moves <laughs> forward. Yeah, just makes a little cup. And and almost and like scra- <laughs> scrapes out. Scoops a little bit up. Um, the the side of this this creature. Roll a d10. Uh, two. Two. Okay. <laughs> so you scrape scrape through. Some of the water falls and pours on the ground, and you do two damage to it. Oh. <laughs> hey. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> it works. Yeah. yeah. Hey. Trying to get uh, inventive here. I like yeah. it. Yaros. Er, uh, Leo, do you want to move at all? Do anything? Uh, no, I'm just gonna stay there. Okay. All right, same old, same old here. Reckless attack and great weapon master. 18. 18 hits. Seven plus 17, so 24. Woo. So again, you pull back with your maul, push through it again. You feel that same smack. You feel that same little bit of resistance knowing that you hit it and have done damage to it. Seven. You are up with your searing smite ready to go with your mace. Yes. So um, I'm feeling a little worse for wear right now. Sure. And so um, I'm trying to kind of regain composure. Again, I'm I'm, I'm meant for battle. A lot of times I'm rushing into things and I do remember the bones shaking. I do know he's obviously taken a lot from me. So um, I'm going to, I'm going to move away. I'm going to, I'm going to back up. Okay. Out of he'll, range. he'll get an attack of opportunity. So you disengage. Unless yeah. you disengage. Right. But that's your action. Right. I'm, and that's what I'm. I'm disengaging. Okay. Because I'm, again, I saw the bones shaking. I don't know what's coming from that. Yeah. But I know that there's more going on. Okay. So I'm disengaging. Okay. Yeah. That's what I'm gonna do. Where do you want to move? Um, I want to. I want to just move straight back. All the way to the steps. All well. I, yeah. I mean. Yeah. Okay. Probably. Yeah. Probably. So you back Enough up. that I feel I'm out of range. Okay. I, yeah. I can take a second. Definitely out of range of him. Myself. About 25 feet away. Leo, you notice beside you now a skeleton has animated and is, is at you. Yarost, another skeleton, creeps up behind you. Leo, it swings at you with a broken, what's this bone? Femur? Is that Tibia. a femur? Tibia. Tibia with a femur's <laughs> leg swings at you with a with a broken tibia, and it it hits with a twenty five. No, excuse me, twenty three. It hits, and you're going to take five damage as it scrapes across your back. Yaros, the one behind you, sixteen to hit. That'll hit. All right, and you're going to take three damage, and then or the sludgy elemental is going to swing twice at Yarost as he is the only one standing next to it now with a an 11 is going to miss and a 20 
two is going to hit, mm-hmm. and you're going to take 13 damage. Halved. Yikes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what, what, mm-hmm. are hit, what are hit points at? Let's go around the table. Seven. How many hit points you got left? Nine. Leo, how many hit points you got left? Nine. Ooh. Yaros, how many hit points you got left? We got a group here. Got another nine. Oh. Nine, nine, nine. All right. All right. Leo, you're up. What are you doing? All of everybody's badly injured. You got a skeleton right beside you. You're looking forward. There's a skeleton now behind Yarost. This this sludgy water elemental creature is in front of him. You've seen seven move back to the steps. There's this pulsating orb of energy behind the, um, uh, close to the back wall. What are you doing? Okay, flaming sphere is still going. Oh, now that you said that, let me me roll us. Dex save, it failed again. So go ahead and roll your damage. Uh, eight. Eight more damage. Nice. So that, that flaming sphere is burning, uh, vaporizing part of it. And you see this water elemental, one of its arms is completely gone at this point. What are you gonna do with your turn? Uh, I'm going to use Firebolt to hit the skeleton towards next to me. Next to you? Okay. Roll at disadvantage because it is right next to you. 13. Hits. Five. Five damage. All right. So you just reach out your hand and you sear this Firebolt into the skeleton. As it recoils back a couple of steps, Yarost, you are up. You oh, got a skeleton behind you. Can I move? Yes, it still gets an attack opportunity. Looking in this room, the orb is in the very back. Is there is there no other exit than the one we came in? Correct. Yarost. I'll uh, re- reflexively uh, take my first attack towards the, uh, the skeleton that just got uh, okay. attacked. Doing all the things as usual. Be a 22. That hits. <laughs> Nine plus 17, so yeah. 26. So 26. So after being scraped by this skeleton, you just turn around reflexively, slam into it with your maul as as the bones just shatter completely. It falls to the ground dead. And since you have Great Weapon Master, you can take an extra attack. Go ahead and roll against <laughs> Great the, the idea. elemental. Yes. <laughs> only a 15. 15 hits. Oh. So this doesn't get my raging, uh, you know, new bonus of a D6. There's only two D6. Okay. 10 plus uh, 17 still though, 27. This time you smack kind of into where its hip would be. One of the legs splashes to the ground as it now is like wobbling on one leg and one arm trying to balance. Seven, what are you doing? So, there's, a, there's a skeleton in front of Leo. You've got the elemental right in front of you. But she did good damage to the skeleton. She did five, yeah. Yeah, so she did damage to it, so she's probably going to take care of it for her turn. Okay. I'm going to Sacred Flame. Okay. Is that a wisdom saving throw? Uh, Dexterity. Dexterity, 18. Mm -hmm. Succeeds? Succeeds. So you shoot forward where its leg would have been. It goes flying through, hits the ground, and dissipates. It is going to swing with just one attack now, since so it's only got one arm left at Yarost, and with a 25 to hit. Been rolling high with this guy. 
not mad about it. Not mad about it. You all watch as this, this elemental rears back its arm, swings forward, slams into Yaros' chest, and does 15 damage mm. as Yaros falls. He's gonna have it. Oh, that's right. Because he's raging. <laughs> so he takes seven damage. He's not falling. <laughs> that's out of here. Two but points. <laughs> Yaros, Yaros falls to falls to one knee as it hits him in his chest. It is now going to make its dexterity saving throw against the flaming sphere that's above it and fails again with a five. I've rolled terrible on that both times. Go ahead and roll damage for the flaming sphere. Four. Four damage as we got a nail it vaporizes mm-hmm. and just Leo, it is your go. There's a skeleton still in front of you. There's this half vaporized smack down elemental in the middle of the room. What are you doing? How far away is the orb? The orb from <laughs> you skeleton. <laughs> is about. I know when you said that, oh, I'm sure she'll take it out. I was like, yeah. I'd say it's, it's 30 feet away from you. I'm going to cast chromatic orb as a second level spell. Okay. And I'm going to hit the orb in the back. Or shoot the orb in the back. Okay. Two questions. <laughs> One, what element are you using? Um, I think I'm going to do lightning. Okay. And then two, make an attack roll. <laughs> hmm. uh, four. This orb of lightning goes flying forward. It starts to get close to this ball of energy, and as soon as it gets within a foot and a half, it just goes and dissipates. Anything else you want to do? Okay, so since that didn't go like I had planned in my mind, um, I'm gonna, but I'm am gonna move my flaming sphere to the skeleton beside me as my bonus action. It will make a dexterity saving throw and roll a. Let's get me close. What's your what's the spell DC? I'll say this. I rolled an eleven plus two dex, thirteen. It saves, but it still does half damage. Mm-hmm. So roll two d six and take half of that. So five. So two, two damage. Mm. It manages to dodge partially out of the way. It does hit it a little bit. Kind of grazes against it. The heat of that sphere. It looks awful, but it is not dead. It looks worse than dead. And it's actually its go because I forgot to make it go. That's gonna hit. 19 to hit. Yikes. You take seven damage. How many hit points do you have now? Two. Two. (laughs) So we've got a a skeleton that looks awful. As, As bad as a skeleton can look, it looks As bad as this sludgy elemental creature can look, it looks, and you've got the pulsating orb in the back. Yaros, what are you doing? So I, so I, you see Yaros about to act, Mm -hmm. and I, and I, you know, just kind of like Yaros, and I kneel, Mm -hmm. and I cast Prayer of Healing Mm. at second level. Okay. And so this should be two d eight plus four is what everybody picks up that I can see. 
Ooh. Hold on. So it says regains regain 2d8 plus 4 hit points. Unaffected are constructs and undead. For everybody that you can see? Up to six creatures of your choice that you can see within range. Each regain hit points equal to 2d8 plus your spell casting ability modifier. I love it. This okay. spell has no effect on undead or constructs. Yeah, yeah. So we'll, we'll allow you go out of turn because y'all are right next to each other. So go ahead and roll 2d8 and all three of you will grab that. Seven. Ooh. Eight. Oh, 15 plus. Big roll. Plus four. That's 19. 19 hit points. Now that's my now that's my last second spell slot of the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So but, what do you so, know, so you you drop to a knee. So with fast. my with my flaming mace uh-huh. because searing smite is still yeah. there and my emblem of Karis. Mm. I get on one knee and I I I mutter, they can't hear me, but I'm muttering um as I pray to Karis for this of I love it. Mm. And like a little mm. bit of light kind of emits from you as you two feel the warmth of Karis and take 19 hit points each. Feels like taking a warm pee in a and cold then I sta- pool. And then, and then I stand, they see me stand up and I kind of like shiver a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm ready again. <laughs> oh, I love it. Did you what also, a great turn. Did you also pee in the pool? <laughs> a, little, a, little bit. a little bit, yeah. And that's kind of what it was. I yeah. Oh, wow. Hey, okay. So you're chill. back up to 21. Yes. You're back up to 21 and you're... 25. 25. Okay. I was at nine. So... Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nice. Yeah. All right. Big game changer right there. All right. Uh, well, we'll just do, do all the things now. I keep going recklessly. Yeah. Don't about any of that stuff. <laughs> oh, so close. 19 plus five. So 24. That hits. Yeah. 11 plus... 17, so 28 damage. 28 damage. You you, you pull back your, your maul this time. You slam through its chest. As you do, the entire creature splashes to the ground and it doesn't materialize back up as it looks like you have, you have ended its life form. How far away is the skeleton? Uh, it's... 15 feet away from you? I rush forward to it. Okay. And uh, try to kill it as well. Make an attack roll. 20. That hits. 11 plus uh, 17. 28. It's dead as you shatter the bones in front of you. The only thing left in the room at this point is the, the orbish energy ball that's kind of pulsating in the back. Um, I do need everybody to make another constitution saving throw for me, though. I fell all these. Eight. Eight. Uh, Twelve. Nine. Nine. So Yarost and Seven, you both take three points of damage. As again, the life force feels like it's being tugged out of you. All the dangers in the room outside of this energy orb seem to have subsided for the time being. What would you like to do? Can I move Flaming Sphere? Yeah. To above it? Yeah. Or to it? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's what I'm going to do. It goes forward as it gets to about two and a half, two feet away. Flaming Sphere goes out. 
And that is it for this week's 20 Sides. Tune in each week to check in on Yarost, Seven, and Leo as they venture across the Veiled Lands. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at 20SidesPod. Rate and review us on your favorite podcast platform. And don't forget to share the podcast with your friends, family, and your arch rivals. Last but not least, we couldn't do it without the atmospheric background tracks provided by TabletopAudio.com. We will see you next week right here on 20 Sides. But wait, there's one more thing. If you haven't heard, we have partnered with Clay Moore Miniatures. You have to go check them out. Go to myminifactory.com and search Clay Moore Miniatures. And I promise you, I promise you, you are going to love what they have to offer. They are detailed sculpts. They are extremely realistic, but I think most importantly, they are very, very artful. They are the miniatures that I have been searching for forever. So stop what you're doing. Head over to myminifactory.com today and search Claymore Miniatures and get your buy on.